0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy. I'm coming at you live from everywhere with good news and bad news, if necessary. And this is the place to be and to get heard, right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Well, we got another great show for you this evening, and the subject matter is about removing heart viruses with the absolute truth with Kay Reese on part two. Yesterday, we talked a little bit on it, giving a feet wet in it, but today we're going to end it with a big punch. So this show is all about facing the main issues that causes a person to have various of hates, disappointments, and self-afflicted burdens in their life because no one wants to face anyone for the truth in order to get free. On my show is a gentleman that will be my guest. He is a relationship coach. He goes by the name of Kay Reese. Kay Reese is changing the narrative on how to get free from viruses. That's on your program by being completely honest by telling the truth. This is going to be another amazing show. Don't miss it. Call in at this number of 847-277-9302. Again, 845 277 9302. And let me say that a third time, 845-277-9302. All educators and advocators are welcome. Let's get on the fantastic voyage and help someone live a freer and less burdened life from lies, fears, and hurts. And if you like this show, please comment on the comment section provided and let us know how i did okay and like the show and where we need improvement thank you all right and no further ado well i'm gonna introduce the man of the hours coming in mr k reese who is our guest and relationship coach let's give him a hearty applause <laughs>
0: Good
1: day, good evening. Yes, good evening to you and thank you for being on my platform, Lardy Miss Cardi and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Blessings to you. Thank you for being here.
2: No problem. No problem. Thank you for having
1: me. Yes. All right. Well, Mr. K. Reese, I've got a couple of questions. We're just gonna dive right on in because we got a lot to cover when it comes to removing heart viruses. But before we start, I want the the audience and the listeners to know who are you. What made you feel and think that you was prepared to do something as incredible as helping other people see what to do to remove situations, issues that's on the heart? What happened to you when you was a child? What happened to you that changed you into this Super energy that know what to do to help people, and you're 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 helping people by the storm. It's like you got a key, and you unlocking, you know, you know that that secret door. And only, as we know it, the Creator, God in you, can do that. Can you talk to us and tell us about you? Sure. Um,
2: just to basically sum up the last episode. Um, my mom was the first person to break my heart she picked drugs over me I was raised by my dad um, pretty much from the time I was 10 years old Um, and that's, that's pretty much the biggest virus that was on my program that I had to face which was my mom and that's mm-hmm. that's not easy. It's not easy to face someone that you respect. But what mm-hmm. I want the listeners to understand is you have to understand that the person that you need to face respect level is not yours. They're holding your respect. Okay. So it's gonna be hard
1: and- to confront. Okay. Go ahead. Um, is there, is there, well, you know, that's good. You know, um, so what actually, you know, how did you get that, how long did it take you to get that respect back from your mom? What you had to do to get that respect back?
2: Well, it took me about, I'll say 20, about 28 years or so. Um, I had to go and tell her how I felt. I had to tell her how I felt and how what she did shaped me to who I am today, and that person I was prior to facing her was not a good person when it came to love mhm
3: because
2: I didn't know what love was mhm
0: so how did
1: it handle you how did it handle with your uh, with, with your uh with your your love life did it did it infringe upon your love life going through that?
2: Of course. Um, I never knew how to love. So I pretty much just respected the women I dated. It never got mm-hmm. beyond the level of respect for me. But I was lying to myself, telling these ladies I loved them, when I know I, deep down inside I did not. So... Since I didn't know how to love, there was nothing I could progress in with her because I was just a responsible man. I wasn't a man with purpose.
0: Mm. What
1: is purpose for a man? Purpose is truth.
2: Purpose is truth. Because once you go within and you clear your heart of all the viruses, the source will show you what your purpose is, but you got to go tap into the God that's within you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I guess that's there's per- so much that, I guess there's so much, you know, people talk about, you know, we always praying to the God that's in the sun, moon, and the stars and in the sky outside of ourselves, but we never really tap in. That's what you mean by tapping in into the God that's right within us
2: yes god is within you Uh
0: uh-huh uh-huh
2: yes so you have to the only way to see god is to be honest to be truthful god is truth god is truth okay god is truth god is love god is unconditional love but you have to unconditionally love yourself first Mm -hmm. Once you unconditionally love yourself by getting the viruses off of your program, the Mm -hmm. source will show you your purpose because now Mm -hmm. you will
1: see truth. Mm -hmm. And and can I ask, can I ask a question right here? So uh, you facing your mother, let me know if I'm right. You facing your mother for what she did to you was the first truth that you had to be honest with yourself in order to tell her the truth that, What she did that hurt you without feeling, you know, that you was uh, not uh, permitted or or felt like you shouldn't be questioning her, but in your mind, you had to tell her the truth in order to get that virus off of your heart about what she did. And you were scared that you was going to offend her, but you didn't care because you needed to let her know that wasn't your burden to bear, right?
2: Well, it was it took that long to face her because of the of the, the respect I have for her. So, what I understood was later I got tired of living the same lifestyle I was living, and I knew what was, I had to what make a that? change.
1: What was the that was lifestyle
2: of that of the just a responsible man?
1: Explain what a uh, responsible man is. You said the purpose. What's the responsible side?
2: A responsible man just take care of his responsibilities. So that's the that's the guy that go to work, take care of home, probably married, take care of everything, but he has no purpose so his day is every day is the same. It's day in and day out. It's day in and day out. So that's the mm-hmm. man with responsibilities. But he has no purpose.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Okay, keep going. I can, I'm 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 with you, and I'm hoping that the hearers yeah. is with you too. And I will bring them up, you know, to communicate here in a little bit. Just hold on, y'all.
2: Keep yeah. going. I'm listening. So, so facing my mom, since that was the biggest virus on my program. It cleaned my slate. It cleaned my heart of all the other viruses that was on my program because that was the major one. Right. So by me getting that off, now I see truth because I live in truth. There's no reason for me to lie because I got my respect
1: back.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Yes.
2: So in other words, she I'm was holding
1: your I, she was holding your respect, right? Yes. Ooh, that's deep. Hold your respect.
4: Mm, uh, uh.
2: I want the listeners to understand this about respect. God gave man a gift and God gave women a gift. The gift of a woman is respect. The yes. gift of a man is purpose. That's why. Yes. That's why men and women are arguing today because they're fighting over who respect belongs to. Got it. And until the men learn that their gift is purpose, they're going to continue to fight with the women
1: over respect. Right. That's, that's, that's amazing. That is amazing. So in, in, in lieu of what you are talking about, you know, uh, what does the absolute truth mean to you? The absolute truth explain the absolute truth because we speak on truth but then there is a uh there, there is a, a pronoun to you know the action you know what i'm saying absolute explain that
2: well the absolute is the ultimate truth it's truth so in order to get to that point in life you have to face the challenges on your program which are the viruses. So there are two ways to do it. way you can do it is the people you know you've done wrong or the people you may think you're a virus on their program, go tell them how they feel because you put it there. But if you don't know, go tell the universe everything you've done, all the hearts you've broken, That's all good. the Yeah. Yes. Just Everything negative that's on your heart, go to the woods, go to an open field, and just yell it out to the universe. Because Mm. when you tell the universe the negative stuff, the universe will return the positive stuff to you. And that positive that the universe will return is called purpose to you, man. And when the ladies do it, it's called respect.
1: So why do they call you, you know, why do you call yourself the relationship coach? Explain why do you call yourself, who is calling you to this mission as a relationship coach?
2: Well, God, the God within me has called me. So I went to, I took a course at the IAP College of Careers and got the relationship coach certificate just, uh-huh. as, just as a document to have to, you know, as a just to put on the resume. Right. However, the relationship, Coach, is more a relationship is with anybody. Right. It can be a relationship between friends, family, coworkers. It doesn't matter. A relationship is that. So since I can see both sides at one time, That's why I call myself a relationship coach,
0: Mm -hmm. because I
2: only have to see one side of the party to see the full. Mm -hmm. And if you come to me and be completely honest about what's going on, I could tell you what the
1: problem is in your relationship. That's cold-blooded right there. Well, we get ready to bring somebody in that just heard that half of what we just talked about. And if there's any more people out here that can listen to this and you got something to say and you want to comment on what Kay Reese is saying here, come on and call in at 845-277-9302. 845-277-9302. That number again is 845-277-9302. And I'm going to come back and I'm getting ready to bring a caller on, you know, to, uh if they got questions or got a comment, they can do that. So this is the time that I'm going to bring some in, okay? So we will put in. Ready? Six one four eight four five zero eight. The last digits. Caller, are you online? Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Got anything to say on this so far?
5: Uh, yes, I do. In fact, I have a very important question for uh, the the relationship coach. Uh, what are the keys to uh, prevent a love triangle because according to uh, Malika Mallet of the TV one uh, reality series fatal attraction 40% of all love triangles ends up in murder
2: okay so the prevention of a love triangle it starts in the beginning it starts with self so You're talking about three people who disrespect themselves. They don't love each other. They don't have any feelings for each other. It's all about them. they being selfish. But when you start with yourself and you clean your heart up and you love yourself unconditionally, you will not allow yourself to be in a situation like that because it will be disrespectful to you.
0: Sounds good
1: anything else that you would like to like to say to the coach you got plenty of time you know we'll give I'll give you I'll give you 4 minutes on the on the, on the clock with it you know if you got anything else that you got to say we got time
5: well you know uh, uh, another thing I want to add uh ask the uh relationship uh coach when it comes to relationships in general how come people don't want to put in a long term relationship anymore. You you rarely hear couples that's been married 20, 25, 30 years now. That, uh, b- back in the old days, being married uh, 25, 30 years, it was very common, but you don't hear that a lot in 2022 like you did 40, 50 years ago.
2: Okay. To answer your question, we... God has gotten away, we've gotten away from standards. Everybody's loving each other under preferences. I like the way you look. I like the way you shape. I like how much money you make. I like how tall you are. I like what car you drive. And nobody cares about the standards, the, self, the self-dignity, the self-esteem, the self-pride. We don't care about that anymore because we only care about preference. And how a person look. so that's why the relationships are not lasting because once you get married that was the end goal for you too forever was not your end goal so we got to get back to the standards and the standards are we got to get our men back under the under purpose we got to get our men back to purpose we need to get our women back to reclaim their respect because the way dating's supposed to go a man When a man get married, his woman that he's married to, he know that she respects herself 100%. Why? Because he pointed out the viruses on her program as they're dating. During the dating phase, he pointed out viruses on her program. And the woman that want him, she's gonna go through those viruses and clear them up to be with him. So when he marries her, He know that she respects herself one hundred percent. So he know he's she's not gonna disrespect him because she gotta disrespect herself first. We gotta get back there, and once we get back there, relationship's gonna last forever. From a from
5: I I don't mean to throw religion in the pot, but can you explain to me of the Ten Commandments? How come thou shalt not commit adultery is the most broken commandment of all the ten?
2: Ooh, that's good. I like that question. I like that yes, question. Yes, that's a very good question. You just opened up a floodgate, brother. And the floodgate is the floodgate is that Bible is not literal. God is within you. God is within everybody. But to get to God, you have to be honest with yourself. There's no baptism. God don't care about that. There's no Ten Commandments. God don't care about that. And when you go within and see truth for yourself, you will see that God don't care about none of that stuff that happened in that Bible because God is truth, and you can experience it. Well,
5: well, uh, there's a new type of relationship and marriage that's uh, going on, Uh, and I'm going to lay it out to you. Uh, uh, Former Ohio State quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, who uh, recently passed away uh, back in March, Uh, he was married for one year. Despite being married for one year, his wife never met his parents. He never introduced her her to his parents. And in fact, she didn't see uh, she didn't see his parents until his uh funeral uh, more and more often uh one of one of two crucial things that's new in relationships now. there are a lot of couples that's not introducing their mate to their parents and they'll and, and they can be together four or five years and it doesn't happen. Uh, Another thing that's uh, happened, and and I have the studies here, according to Essence uh, magazine, uh, more than 50% of black women under the age of 40 does not know their boyfriend's full government name. How, How do you change that mindset of a relationship? Because I always thought, to make any good relationship work, that both the male and the female had to lay all cards on the table?
2: Great question. The reason is because we got away from standards. We are operating under the umbrella of preferences. So people prefer to do this. People choose to do this. People doing things just because they want to do it people painting their face and putting extra hair on and think they're beautiful because they don't like the way they look. And they covering it up and saying this is what this is what's beautiful. And they calling out the ladies that are natural and saying, calling them plain James. We gotten away from standard we so far away from standards, there's no other pandemic that we can go through in America that would trump the last one. That's how far (laughs) away we are from standards. Ooh. We we so far away from standards, wow. our kids go to class and they got kitty litter boxes on there because if your child think they're, they can be a cat, that's how far away from standards we are. So in order to get back the the basics, we got to go back to the basics, which are, which are standards. And this going to the... take some generations to clean up
5: uh it's definitely going to take the younger generation to uh, uh clean up uh, one uh, one more final question because i know uh uh the 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 uh the four minutes is uh, uh coming to a close Uh, We
1: are all right. We got time. You got questions, get it out while you can. And anybody else that wants to ask questions and this is your subject and you want answers or comments, call in. Get in. 845-277-9302. The number is 845-277-9302. This is an open discussion. Go on ahead. I'll let you know when I'm ready to do a break. Go ahead. Okay.
5: Why? Uh, why are more and more people doing an open relationship or open marriage when number one it doesn't work, and number two people should have learned from Will and Jada that hmm. open marriages cause uh, major problems, uh, it, especially considering just a month ago, uh, singer August Alsina, the man Jada Pickett Smith had an entanglement with, her words, not mine, uh, a, a month ago on national TV on the season finale of The Surreal Life, August Alsina officially came
2: out of the closet. Okay, a situation like this. I mean, I'm just asking what
5: do, 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 uh, uh why are more and more people doing open relationships, knowing that they don't work. They don't.
2: People are doing open relationships more and more now because they have issues with trusting someone. So what they do is they get in situations where they feel like they part owner of. They feel like I have control of I have control of the situation. So with two people, one going to have control and one not. With three people, we can rotate the control. So I have trust issues that I need to fix on my heart in order to be in a healthy relationship because you can't love no one you don't trust. Mhm. So people just out there in relationships just trusting each other to be who they are. That's it. Okay. Uh, now, in
5: in today's world, uh, today's younger couples, they no longer call it a relationship.
1: They right. call it
5: a situationship. situationship.
2: <laughs> okay, that problem that problem still from their parents. Their parents
1: started the situationships. So tell me what, what you mean. Go, go deep, go deep, go deep on that one. What do you mean when you say the parents, especially when it comes to the young folk, right? How did how did that blow up? That happen like that? Why is it what the parents have uh, shown. Go deep. Because,
2: understand this, understand about three generations in now, like, how can I put it? The lock key, the turnkey generation, those kids had a lot of responsibilities. we talking about the 70s, 80s babies round right up in there, the late 70s, 80s, early 90s babies.
0: Those uh-huh. kids
2: had a lot of responsibility in the nineties. They had to come home, lock themselves in the house, do everything for themselves before mama got home. Okay. Mm-hmm. That child had a baby and that child said, you know what? I don't I don't want my child coming home and locking the door by themselves so I'ma do everything for my child to make sure my child have a good life. But what you did right. is you, woo- you raised the entitled child.
1: So Right, now an entitled child, child right. Under-
2: you raised that child under your situationships, so your child come up seeing you in your situationships because they never saw you in a real relationship. So they don't know what relationship is. They know what situationships are. So that's what they get into. I'm going to have one foot in and one foot out like my mama and daddy because that's what I saw coming Okay. Up. All
5: right. Uh, um... Uh, I I uh I have another uh important question. Is it's another uh new thing that uh bisexual women do. Why do women make justification to cheat on their man with another well, woman?
1: Wow. That's a deep questions here. Woo God. Well the why to that
2: is, like I say, it goes back to control because the woman that's with the man, she doesn't trust him, but she's benefiting from him because, like I say, they together under preferences and not standards. So whatever she's benefiting off of him, she don't want to lose that benefit. However, she don't want to be a housewife. She wants a little bit of her freedom too. So this is what I'm going to agree to. So the man, the man thinking in his head, okay, I got her under preferences. I might get a chance to be with both of them at one time. So I'm gonna let her go out and do that because why? That'll be something he would benefit on. These two people that don't trust each other, they don't love each other, and they selfish. But they together because they benefit off each other. That's it. That's why it's easy for the ladies to go and have these little side, um, these little side events. Because a woman that respects wow. herself won't
1: put herself in that situation. And all it goes and all it goes back to taking it back to the beginning when we were talking, Kay Reese, is that none of these situations—I'm calling it
0: situations—none
1: of these situations that people have found themselves in did not go back and deal with the first. Person that broke trust with them, like what you did, if it was your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your brother, a friend, whatever that happened to you in the very beginning when your heart was pure, it got broken. And none of these situations that people are in has not done that for the reason why they are still pursuing what you call what you call preferences. There's no respect, there's really no purposes in it, and it's causing, you know, more down the road of more children from each generation to feel entitled all the way to when they get ready to go to school hell, you know, uh, uh, what's the point of going to school? We, you know, sex education is not even there to help you understand the difference between math and, and the skills that you're supposed to learn in school. But now it's a full blown, it doesn't matter. You understand what I'm saying? come all come all like a bowl of stool and so when you go to school you no know more have you know what's necessary to even offend yourself or defend yourself here in life I'm, I'm just throwing that in there right so that's in the beginning nobody has went to go find out or to try to you know uh seek to 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 resolve what has happened to them the reason why they've gone running amok right
2: but that's it. They've been living a lie the entire life.
1: The entire
2: life. So, so when a person like myself come along, that's truthful. One, you don't believe it because you can't believe somebody telling the truth. And two, <laughs> the truth sound disrespectful. The truth sound disrespectful to disrespectful people.
0: hmm
2: So if you living a lie, uh, if you living a life of disrespect, the truth sound disrespectful. Well. Uh,
5: I have some very important uh, marriage numbers that that I want to throw at you uh, uh, right quick. These numbers are from the U.S. Census Bureau. Latino women are the most married women in the U.S. In fact, they're the only married women that's above 50%. 65% of Latino women in the U.S. are married compared to 45% Caucasian women. 40% Asian women, and get this, only 28% African-American women. Can you explain how come for the last uh, 20-plus years, African-American women have far been the least married women in the U.S.?
1: Uh Uh-oh, that sounds like that passport man stuff.
0: (laughs)
5: <laughs> well,
1: well this this it's a good question. I
0: mean, well, a, of, I'm, I'm, it I'm, is a good, I'm, good I'm only
5: giving him study from the census. That's good. That's
1: good. Yeah. Thank you. I don't. I
2: don't. Yeah, I don't mind numbers because all of that stuff fall the preferences, and I'm a standards guy because I see truth. So I get down to the absolute problem, and the absolute problem is that when we look at these stats and these different numbers we're looking at it from the perspective that everybody is on an equal playing field. So when you talk about you know, the Latino women at this percentage and the black women at this percentage, none of that matter because look at the lifestyle and life conditions of the black woman versus the Latino woman. Look at the conditions of the black woman versus the white woman. Look at the conditions of the black woman versus the Asian woman. And I also wanna throw in there this, Black women are the only women that require their men to have purpose. The rest of the women, they only require their men to be responsible.
3: Woo! So that's
2: why we got a lot of our guys, the, the melanated men, going overseas and messing with these women because they only require responsibility because she's Ooh. not responsible. The so seat is that's hot. That's saying when you go overseas. As you said, I would never know my purpose. Why? Because I forfeited the black woman. Uh,
5: to, your, uh, to, to your point, uh, I, I want to add this in there. The black race are the only race in the U.S. Uh, where the woman financially makes more than the man. Every other race, the, the, the man is the uh, breadwinner. Why is that? God, oh, that's
2: okay. good Under the standards, Umbrella Under the standards, Umbrella To answer your question It is because The women respect lies with their men In every other race So whatever their men say Goes in their race The black woman knows Like I said earlier The gift to a black woman is respect The gift to a black man is purpose We the only two got gifts Understand this, the black man and the black woman are arguing over who, who owns respect right now. Why? Because a lot of black men don't know about purpose. So the black woman, of course, she's doing her job by being responsible. That's her gift. So when a black man get underneath his purpose, those numbers will shift because the black woman knows that that's something she'll never be able to accomplish is purpose why because god gave purpose to the man he gave responsibility to the woman
1: can you can you now can hold on can uh, i'm gonna come in here can you now again explain the difference of a man that has purpose and a man that has responsibility because in the responsibility that belong to the woman, the woman and him is arguing over respect of who is supposed to have responsibility via the purpose. Explain again, the definition of responsibility and purpose.
2: The responsibility is taking care of the home, taking care of all the bills, taking care of the, the kids, taking care of everything that you're responsible for. That, that's everyday living. A man with a purpose sees truth. So a man with a purpose is is walking his purpose that God has given him. That is his gift. But you have to go through the ropes of clearing your heart to get your gift. That's the only way you're going to receive your gift. And when you receive <laughs> your gift as a man of purpose, now – the woman that wants you, she gonna to have to become as respo- not responsible. But she's gonna to have to reclaim her respect, or else you won't, you won't, you won't marry her, because you only gonna marry a woman that respects herself.
1: Okay, now I wanna. I, okay, hold ho- hold up, hold up. I just wanna you know just dig in there, and then Brother Blondie, I'm gonna bring it to you, and then we'll 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 continue on. Um, first, I wanna uh, say. Okay, just like that you define responsibility, you know, that really belongs to the woman and the defining of that responsibility that man is not supposed to actually have, even though that it's in general that, you know, you can take care of yourselves, but that belongs to the woman as you are saying. Now, when it comes to the purpose, can you define what is he doing in that purpose other than just being a man of purpose? What are the specifics under purpose that he does? Well, that's a man that's walking truth. So his, his steps are ordered
2: by God.
1: His steps yeah, are ordered but by God. Uh, but he, yeah, but he also have a job in the purpose, just like the woman has a job in responsibility. What is his job in the purpose outside of you know making sure truth stands? He's also doing something else in that purpose. What is that okay. duty?
2: Okay, I understand. I see. I see. I see what frequency you're from right now. Okay. I'm not saying the man is not supposed to take care of his household. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is respect. Y'all, you guys are looking at it from the perspective of paying money, money. No, that's 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 preference stuff. Under the under the umbrella of standards, that won't, the responsibility of the woman, her respect level. She's not going to allow nobody to respect her husband, her house, or her kids. Right. The woman is the shield of the house. The woman knows it all. She's the detail of the family, right?
1: Right. The man,
2: of course, taking care of his family. He's he's protecting his investment. His investment is the woman that allowed herself humbled enough to get over her viruses in order to be a man to be the woman in his life. Because he knows she respects herself. So if I'm a man right. in her life. Go to a whole other planet system And I know my woman's not going to mess with mess around on me Because in order to mess around on me She has to disrespect herself first Before she disrespect me
1: And that'll also go vice versa Because the woman would be able to trust the man That he wouldn't do the same thing Because he is not on the plane of You know uh, uh, of, of selfishness but that he is in his purpose and he trusts himself after he didn't got finished with his virus to be, you know, confident in his ability to be, you know, uh, uh, true in truth of how to keep a household with the woman so that they can have longevity yes. in the relationship. Is that what you're saying? Yes, this is true.
2: But I'm going to tell you how deep it really goes. Uh, That's all I want you
1: to do
2: Go D People people Come together and have sex with each other For pleasure For recreation Just to feel good That's why we expect the person to make us feel good When we're with a stranger Because the stranger is somebody you don't trust So when we're having sex with these strangers Around here We want that stranger to make us feel good And we just get comfortable With that stranger over time Mm-hmm. But when you with, but when you with a woman that respects herself and she with a man of purpose, when they come together sexually, it's exchanging energy.
1: Absolutely. So if,
2: pocket, if this woman step out of pocket, they're gonna feel it when they come together.
1: That's right.
3: Yeah. Go ahead, brother
2: Blondie.
5: Uh, 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 uh I do have to. I have to leave but uh I I will leave on this uh very important note on on the word uh respect uh from a very important uh uh music uh per, uh per perspective that most people don't know it was Otis Redding who originally made R E S P E C T but the <laughs> Queen of Soul Aretha Franklin just happened to make it a better hit Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, to those who don't know, uh, uh, you you know, thanks for the uh, dialogue, and uh, uh, y'all have a very happy holidays.
1: Yes, very Mm -hmm, happy holidays to you, too, and thank you for coming on and sharing your comments and opinions on what is being said. Very fruitful. God bless you. I will see you soon. God bless. Happy holidays to you and the family.
5: Same to you, uh, Lardy, Miss
1: Guardy. Thank you, Brother Blondie. All right, now here we are. You know, now we're getting ready to go on to a break, and I will be back after these messages on removing heart viruses with the absolute truth with Kay Reese in part two. All right, if there's anyone that has been listening in and want to have dialogue, talk about it, a question, or shout-out, this will be your opportunity to do so. After we come back and have a few more dialogues, call in at the call-in number of 845-277-9302. That number, again, is 845 277 9302. We'll be back after this.
0: Back and forth. (laughs) Honey, let me tell you what you're doing to me. You always
1: Talk Radio, right? And I am your host, and I'm coming at you live from everywhere with good news and bad news. I hope that you enjoy the first half of this positive, powerful show that we just got finished on listening to with Kay Reese, right? And on my show is this gentleman that is my guest, and he is a relationship coach And he goes by that name, Kay Reeves, and he's changing the narrative on how to get free from viruses on your program by being completely honest by telling the truth. Woo, yes. And for all that want to... Call in, call in, all ye come, call in, because this is a moment that all have been waiting for, at least me at least. I hope that you are enjoying this conversation and this show. Call in at the call-in number of 845-277-9302. That number again is 845. 277-9302. 277-9302. I am Lardy, Miss Clardy, your host. And back to Kay Reese. And before we even get started, because we had such a funky good time on the first half, let's, let's give him another round of applause coming in. Come
0: here, come here.
1: Thank you for warm welcomes. Kay Reese, how you doing? And what you doing? I am fine. I am fine. <laughs> Just relaxing. Yes. Did you enjoy that 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 guest or that uh, commenter that came on to give you a whirlwind and you whirlwinded back? Boy, I tell you, that was some good stuff right there. What you think?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's most definitely fun to, you know, get people to see the side of standard mm-hmm.
0: because.
2: You're coming at me with a lot of preference questions,
0: questions mm-hmm. that wouldn't
2: even be if you were under the umbrella of standards.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we wouldn't need yeah. nobody like you if we was up underneath standards. Everybody would be doing their part in life, right?
2: Correct. That's right. <laughs> and that is the return that's bringing heaven back to earth.
1: Come on. Well, you know, there's a lot of waking up to do, and I'm sure that the heavens are roaring just like the crowd clapping, to, you know, that you are in your purpose to do exactly what you are doing, waking up, people. I should have put on that song, wake up, everybody, no more sleeping in bed. You you know, I should have had that one to play, but instead, it's okay. Yeah, I'm listening.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like I like to enlighten people since I'm enlightened. I like to enlighten people, give them the perspective that they cannot fathom because they're not living truth. So the mm. truth always prevails. So I don't care what stats you come with. I don't care what book you come with. I don't care what degree you come with. The truth is going to always prevail.
1: Yes because it's not physical, it's spiritual, and if you're in touch with yourself and you are finished with you know the life of you know physical things, preferences stuff, you'll be able to see the light more clear when you uh you know do the shadow work of what hurt you and broke you down and made you become you know this um this uh, a masked man or a masked- uh, you know woman in in the masquerade right you know so i i would say you know if you don't know you should know now that you need to do some shadow work you know what i mean and some people uh, don't want to do that you know what i'm saying that's too much that's too that's too hard especially when they've been in addictions of life, you know what I'm saying? It don't necessarily have to be you know drinking and smoking and all of that, but you know the addiction of living the lie, you know what I'm saying? And you know the lie becomes so much like the real deal, you know what I'm saying? To to go back and to face individuals or that one individual that you know broke your broke your trust, broke your heart in the very beginning when you had a pure heart, man, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't want to do that.
2: Yeah, but see, what would happen is this. If we get more men to, to walk in their purpose, everything that they've been through in life, that's going to be their purpose. All the bad things you've been through is almost like a karma change. It's like karma change, but karma is good and bad. So your karma change is on the good side now because you walk in truth. So everything that you've been through in life, you're going to see both sides of it. So if you were right. a person who was abused, you're going to see both sides of that abuse. So you can talk right. to a person that's been abused and tell them how they feel because you know. Right. Right. So once we get the men back to this position, we can heal our people. Right. Because
0: the well, ones first that they are the want to talk.
1: They got to do what you did first, you know what I'm saying? You know, is to go back and heal what hurt them from the very beginning. And it usually is a mommy issue or a daddy issue because that's what, you know, I heard in my own family, you know, my children, you know, you didn't have a father for us. Well, what you thought I was supposed to do, you know, disrespect myself and just stay there and let him be any old God for whatever, you know what I'm saying? And you pick up all those traits, I would rather for you to learn, you know, on your own without any, without any, uh, special, you know, uh, uh, things going on in the house that made you believe that that's the way it's supposed to be. I would rather for you to be upset with me and come back and tell me that truth where I can help you understand that. You know, I, okay. You know, um, of course, it, it, it took a minute to learn to discern. You know, because when you're a teenager, you know, being a teenager, mom, and all this stuff, and then you grow up, and then you have no one to really help you, but the 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 uh, the, the things of life, the 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 path of life, and 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 trusting your instincts uh, came when I trusted myself after I went back and dealt with the issues with my own life, with my mama and my my stepdaddy and what all, you know, that might have been in that era, which that was those two issues. Once I took care of those, I was free enough to uh, distinguish, but still needed to learn how to say no, because that was the other issue, learning how to say no when you... See somebody trying to um, trying to uh, uh, deceive you, and deception is very subtle. Subtle. So with that to say, I had to learn, you know, somewhat the hard way on the number of saying no, as soon as you seen it, after maybe about three or four times falling to it, because I was what you call a curious George, I had to wipe that out of my brain. You are hearing what you're hearing. Start now. You know what I'm saying? Because each time I went in there, it was like going in there and getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? You know, hit up on the head. Because I knew that I should have said no, but because of my, uh, you know, curious George mindset, you know, oh, well, okay, let's just see. Knowing I shouldn't have saw that way (laughs) and went in and got beat down and then I still had to come up out of it, right? Whatever it was, but I have learned now, you know, in my 10 years of walking in truth now, I bet you if I hear the subtleness of it, it's a no. And I'm sprinting on what we call to the Olympics to get my gold medal because I am not dealing with it. I'll tell the person what's wrong and it's up to them to deal with it, but I'm be already up there getting my gold medal for moving out the way. And I want yep. to give you thanks. I want to give you thanks you know what I'm saying, for, you know, what you did for me. And i got to say this to anybody that's out there listening. You know, I was having a problem with my oldest son. My oldest son is away right now. But my oldest son had a stigma because, you know, when he was 12 years old, he did a really, really what I thought was bad, and I was 29 years old or something like that. And, you know, and I whooped his butt about it. And he left and went to, uh, went to Children's Services and Children's Services came back. You abused him. I said, no, I didn't. I did what I needed to do as a parent. And okay, but that's what he told you. Well, I'm going to have to tell you this truth, the reason why. Now, once I told them that truth, they gave me an ultimatum. Either it's him or all of them go. Well. I couldn't let all of them go, but that stigma that happened, uh, it was a snowball effect of many things that happened that caused a colaticism within my family, you know, where everybody is separated and they uh, you know, and, and, and the struggle to get back and, and me as the mother holding on the dear life to all the bands around the children to try to, you know, to keep them, you know, from, Bursting from what that one movement took place, and I, I blamed him from twelve years old. But when I listened to what K. Reese was saying, when I brought my truth to Kay Reese about what was going on, and you know, and what went down, K. Reese went straight to the problem. This is what he told me. This is what you got to do, Winnie. You got to go back to when you was the age that you was as his mother. He's stunted at 12 years old, and you got to go back and be that mother that he needed back then that you wasn't able to be, because why? I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I I thought I was doing the right thing, but you know, you never know. Even in your right thing or whatever you think you're doing, in another person, you know that is a as a barrier, and that barrier I had to break. And if it wasn't for Kay Reese showing me what I needed to do, because it was similar to what he went through, you know. Well, I wasn't on drugs and alcohol, but there was a part that I played in blaming him at twelve. What kid knows? what they doing at 12 years old they just as hard hit they ain't listening to you they gonna do what they want to do they'll listen to their peers and other people the teachers everybody over you and but you know you got to think you know but when you're 29 years old and you're by yourself you ain't got no mama you ain't got no daddy for them to say grandma grandpa to that you can refer stuff to it was a trial and error but this man gave me the the absolute truth of what I needed to do to go back and lift that burden off of him. And it was so strong because me and Kay Reese, I you know, I was struggling trying to understand what piece that needed to be done to the point where, uh, it, you know, K. Reese understood my son's hurt and it, he wept behind it and, you know, and, more that all I wanted to do was get to, give me the detail. Don't just give me the surface. Go down. Go deep. And when he did and it clicked I went to when my son finally did call me. I went down there at tw- when I was 29 years old, and when I went down there and told my son how much I loved him and I'm sorry for blaming you. What did you know at 12 years old? I'm so sorry. Blah 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 blah. Do you know that my son is this at this day? And that was like what, maybe about a month ago, Kay Reeves? You know what I'm saying? My yep. son the feel, feels like the whole world was lifted up off of him. And he was even able to say his truth to me and how sorry he was that he didn't understand. And that fertilizer around that boy so that he can start, you know, sprouting what we call Uh, you know, fruit on his tree that was barren. That's all I got to say about that. Now, I got another caller on the phone, and if you want to talk, you know, I'm going to call you out, you know, so that you can have something to say if you was here listening. But this man, Kay Reese, is amazing if you are interested in having truth and you want to really, really Dig to get the truth, to get free from anything you want to, long as you tell the truth. So from the caller that I see here, you know, I'm going to call the caller of First Area Code 812. The last digits is 7331. Caller, you are on the line. Thank you for coming on to uh, Lardy Miss Clardy & Company on Blog Talk Radio. What you got to say, say it.
4: Let us know. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hi. This is Brenda Moss, aka Lady Diva calling from Ebbonville, Indiana.
1: Okay. Here we are. What questions or comments you got to say to this to this phenomenal relationship coach, Kay Reeves. Well
4: Well, Kay Reeves, first of all, I've been listening for the whole fifty fifty something minutes.
0: And <laughs> uh yeah.
4: bless your heart. Uh, I, I give you respect also to you, also, uh, Lordy Miss Clary, uh bless you, uh that you, uh, you. counseled and got things straightened out with your family. I too had to deal with uh past tra- traumas. And I learned that you do have to go back in time to uh to prepare for your present time. Uh get rid of the uh demons, uh, per se um like
0: men yeah, they're called viruses uh,
4: yeah okay well like men are supposedly supposedly to know their purpose and women are supposedly are are set up uh for responsibility when it comes to families but sometimes the, the way the way we are raised depending on the environment what city what state what support you have and not only that i wanted to bring up dmx what that all, uh, dmx is a hip hop rapper oh
1: okay uh, okay now, got it
4: you know where the D- D- dmx had went through uh a trauma when he was a kid
0: mhm where
4: he was uh molested and he was introduced to uh drugs and he had to fight demons all his life for decades. And um, with him coming to dealing with his traumas and becoming uh, to where he is more closer to God, he still had to deal with fighting his traumas or fighting his demons. I don't know if he if it came about that he knew what his purpose was, but he did settle for a lot of things while he was still breathing, was helping others, and he led organ help led organizations and support groups, so on and so forth. But he had a relapse and he died. So, the thing is. I believe that when it comes to men knowing their purpose and women, uh, I believe it, it comes natural. And not only that, you have to give yourself time. Everybody is not the same. Like he says about standards. Uh we're living in a time where everything, every all information that is given, we are, we're getting it conveniently. And traditions are going out the window now. And standard, it's not common anymore. Um, I believe a lot of people are awoke. They know what their purpose is. And when it comes to women, us women, we are always having responsibilities to take care of. It isn't make the man look weak. But um that's all I got to say for now. So what do you think? Well K Reed? You hit on a you hit on a couple things.
2: Um first off, I just wanna like clear the air. It's it's not responsibilities, it's respect. That's the greatest gift to the woman and that's the greatest gift to the black woman. See this is the thing right here. Even if you believe in religion, in your Bible, it tells you to be in the world but not of the world. Just right. because this the way things are going doesn't mean you have to just lay down and accept what's being thrown at you. Right. See, when you're a woman of respect, you're a strong foundation because all of your self-values self are high. So whatever comes down via um, society is not going to phase you. You're not going to fall yeah. into trends. You're not going to fall into fads. And as a man of that woman, I know she's stand fast, so I don't have to worry about her. Why? Because I know she's not going to disrespect herself. And the only thing she can do to me is disrespect me. But she got to disrespect herself first. But we got to get our men back to their purpose. And the purpose is being honest and telling the truth. That's the only way you because check this out. If purpose was anything else, a man can lie about it. Because if you as a woman required this man to recite his purpose to you on a date, if he was sending his representative, he wouldn't be able to talk. Because purpose is truth. And you have to be honest. That's the only way to walk in purpose. You can't fake purpose. To a man that speaks like me, that's when you know that that man is walking in his purpose because any yes. other man is going to talk about the preference stuff because he don't yes. know what
4: standards are.
2: You see what I'm saying? Yeah,
4: yeah there are the, – well, let me tell you this. The city I live in and from the cities that I've traveled, I don't know if I'm attracted to these type of men, but a lot of men – have their mind set for sex. Women are are objects just for sex or or that women should bow down to the men because he's the money maker per se. And um the thing is it's becoming trying to be a, a trend or not a trend, a tradition or a common thing. But it's not. You know, and men, most men need to change that. And okay. we're we're set up in a in uh where a lot of things are racist. We're more awoke where things are so racist where it's hard for a black woman to get a high position white collar job. You know? And um setting her standards up there to get that job it's either have to be because of her nappy hair or how she wore her hair to work that will uh uh get her disrespected or or have her to lose her job and have her replaced real quick quick. This is what I deal with here in Indiana. And um, the thing is, I hate the fact that I I get disrespected like that because I know okay. my work, I know okay. my purpose, let I me, know let me, let me that see. I should be respected more. Okay, let me let me, so me dig into That's what I deal with. So the thing is, it's going to take time for people to turn their minds around and change their preferences to change how they're traditionally what they're used to what you call it their comfort zone that's all i got no wait
1: uh, okay uh kay reese go ahead okay let me
4: let me
2: let me let me ask you some questions because you you hit on a lot of things and i just want to cover i just want to cover the major points when you say that all the men want is sex So that sends me to you because, like I say, everything starts in the beginning and you have to take accountability for your actions. So let me ask you a question. What are your values? What are
4: my values? Yes. My values is um, loyalty, trust, um, uh, well, mainly loyalty and trust. Um, I don't know. It it all depends on where you're going with that.
2: Okay, so tell me this: What type of guy are you into? What 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 type of guy that you are?
4: What type of guy? Describe the guy that you're attracted to. The the type of guy that I'm attracted to is the type of guy that has a purpose, that knows how to use his head uh in work, uh dealing with money, finances, uh have a nine to five job or doing something. Um you know what I'm saying? And uh that's who I'm I'm looking forward to. But the wrong kind of guys come at me is not what I, I'm looking into. I turned my head immediately.
2: Okay, check this out. I asked you two questions, and you gave me your version of two values and about five or six preferences. So I'm not trying to put you out there or anything like that. I'm just being honest with you because I want you to learn this, okay? I want you to learn this. You don't know what your values are. So the type of guys that are approaching you, they see that in you. They see that you don't know your worth. So that's why they coming at you in the dozens. See, what we need for you to do, we need for you to understand what values are, and we need for you to go take back your respect from whoever's holding it. And then you're going to get a better selection of men. Trust me. It's going be deeper, in than, your that. Life, go deeper somebody than that. Go deeper than that.
0: I'm
2: sorry. Somebody I don't mean in to. Your life, is somebody in your life that you respect highly? Is somebody in your life that you wouldn't act the way you do out in town in front of them? Who is that person? Uh,
4: I'm single.
2: No. Not uh, not a man. This can be like a
4: family. This could be a grandma, a granddad. Anybody. Mom, somebody a dad. you respect highly. That's uh, living now?
0: Right. It doesn't matter. It, it's
1: just who is somebody that was, it, 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 was there anybody in your life that you looked highly up to that may have created your value system
4: from? Okay. My father. Is your father still alive? No, he's been dead for several years.
2: Okay. This, this is what I want you to do because we're in the age of, um, well, we're just going through the winter solstice. That means, that means right now um, a portal is open, and this is the time for us to manifest things. What I want you to do, this is, this is what I'm telling you to do. I'm not asking you to do this. I'm telling you to do this because I know this is going to help you. I need you to go into a field, go into the woods, in the car, somewhere where you can just talk freely without people being in your business. I want you to tell your dad how you living today. Tell your dad how you live living right now. I want you to tell talk to your dad as if he was standing in front of you. And from the time he left you until right now, I want you to tell him how you living. And ask him is he proud of you? And when you do oh. that, it's going to break you down to the point where the universe is going to give you your respect back. And when the universe Mm. gives you your respect back, I'll be able to ask you that question again, what are your values, and you're going to run down them. Self-respect, self-discipline, self-control,
4: self-knowledge,
2: self-respect.
0: Well,
4: I don't – I'm really trying to um, – I understand where you're going, you know, with that. I don't know. if I don't believe that if it will do any good, you know. Well, there you go. No,
1: hold on. I want to jump in real quick. I want to jump in there real quick because now, that that you just said, Lady Diva, I don't know if it'll work. It's showing no belief because you ain't done it. So you don't know. Try it. You know, because God is the universe. And if your dad was the highest of the respect that you looked up to that gave you who you are and you're meeting people, these men that are coming at you the way they are and how you got to be with the world and society behind this, you want to be able to speak to your dad as though as it is God, the universe, and say what you need to say to show how what's going on with you because you're not satisfied with what doesn't happen to you after daddy left and your respect that you looked up to, to your dad is, is with you, but it's not being respected. So you got to believe it even says it in the Bible. If you believe, I believe the Bible. I believe in God. Okay, well then look at that as the same because we are in energy is God because God is in us. And so your dad has that in him and that is who God is. How come you can't talk to God? Think of your dad as God. You understand? Because you're talking to God. You're talking to the universe, the universe that made everything. Look at it from it's just energy that you're putting out to touch the universe and 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 talking to your dad, like for instance, when I talked to my mom, Mom, how could you have left me to do this and do that and to do this and to keep my mind open and realize that what you're saying is the truth that you know um to hold on to my mind because people are choosing other things over love. And I gotta be strong, not to uh, fall for the okie doke, so I won't be like what happened to my mom, where she just left, and she left me at 21 with nobody to, with no, with no, uh, with with no, with no. Body to talk to, but that's why you know I am the way I am today. I need to have the structure. I look for wise counsel because of that reason that's why I'm talking to you like that and caller, I see you i call I see a couple of you. we getting ready to get down to where you can come in if you want to speak. Anybody else that want to talk? you call in at the call in number eight four five two seven seven nine three zero two. We coming down to you. Hold still. That's what he's talking about. You know, you got to have faith in the energy. We are energy. I and understand, the
0: energy
4: I understand and I will do that. It's just... Amen. I will need time. These things take time and yes. uh, I can't just jump right and in and expect a miracle, but I will try When and you're thank ready. you very much. Thank you very much.
1: No problem. Amen. It's gonna work thank out. Thank you. you. Yes. Okay, to the next caller. Seven four seven eight five first uh uh as there, uh area code and the last digits, uh two three seven eight. Caller, you're on the line. Got something to say, say it. How are you? Welcome to Lardy, Miss Carty and Company on Blog Talk Radio. You got four minutes.
3: Okay. First of all, um, thanks for having me on. And second of all, I got in kind of late. And what I caught was that uh, what are you, you want us to say? What our values are, or what type of man we're looking for? I don't. I'm sorry. I came in late on the show. But no, that was
2: that was directed for her. That was the conversation I was having oh. with her. That wasn't the conversation of the overall show.
3: Right. Okay. Well, can I get the topic? The yes, topic the topic is, is about. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead, Katie. I'm a I'm a relationship okay. coach. You can ask me any
0: questions
3: about I'm relationships, for healing, love. I'm, I'm, um, I don't have any medicine for you.
0: You don't. Uh, well, you have an ointment,
1: I think, and a stool softener. Uh, mm-hmm. Turn your TV mm-hmm. down so that we
2: can hear you. Yeah. Okay, now what was that? I'm
1: sorry. I'm. I'm, I'm all right. On, I'm He's uh, Reese is a relationship coach. Okay. And we're talking about removing I'm heart a, viruses. We're talk. Turn down your uh, uh, TV so that you we can hear you. We can hear your TV in the background. Okay. We're removing heart viruses with the absolute truth with Kay Reese. The things that you have heard, and if I'm listening to the voice, is this
0: Winona?
3: Yeah, but I'm trying to get, I apologize. You know where I am? And they interrupted when you were trying to tell me where, you know, I had an interruption.
1: What this conversation is about is about understanding the difference between, you know, a lie and a truth, and if you had lies that's on your heart, and somebody broke their trust with you when you was a child, whether it was mama, daddy, cousin, whoever it was, when your heart was pure, when you grew up, you ended up with these viruses and ultimately with these masks on to, in order to face the world. And you couldn't be who you really are because you had issues that Obviously, one or the other, you didn't get a chance to go back to your past Mm -hmm. or to the people that hurt you and get off what they did to you and give it back to them and take your respect back because that's who was holding Mm -hmm. it and then, or because Mm -hmm. they have died and you're not able to do it. So the conversation was basically about relationship things, you know, that caused people to be held back from being, you know, the being that they were always meant to be, which was free to love with mm-hmm. and love unconditionally. You understand what I'm saying? Kay Reese, take it from there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. What question, do you, what question do you have
3: for? Me?
1: So what question do you have see. about it?
3: Now, since you put it like that, I I I I want to go like in two people. One was my mother because she raised me to be a strong person. And raised it with um well when I thought it wasn't I thought she didn't love me because I thought she was I wasn't the favorite pick or something you know me being the last child or whatever and by so many other children being in front of me nine children I was a 10 I think she assumed that I was picked up on how to be strong and everything else so she would tell me things like um well like say for instance um if um if you mess around with them little boys you're going to have a baby you know just like that instead of you know telling me about the education of it and um she gave me a set of values that were, I didn't, uh, she gave them to me, but she didn't explain them to me, Carrie. Um, she said something like, um, you know, don't get no man whose hair is longer than yours. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand do. Keep your bottle of lie under the sink. You know, those were those were her, that's how she, you know. She talked in, vi- in parables. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I had to figure them out by myself. And then on the other hand, and like I like the world was talking about my father, and I thought he was the greatest man in the world. And his main thing was I was I was I was the most precious thing there was, you know. If I didn't find somebody that treated me like my father did, then I didn't need to be with that person, you know, because I'm a special, okay. Mm-hmm. And don't never get his value was don't never get a man that puts his hands on you. Okay? He said, because if a man put his hands on you, he don't really love you. So I went through life like uh, thinking that since my mother and father was like two peas in a pod, thick as thieves, one could, you know, vibes on each other and stuck together no matter what. You know, like a, like a power couple. Okay? And he made her feel special and he made him feel special. And they weren't jealous of each other. So I looked for that type of relationship in different you know, in, in the men that I was in. And the first time that I was with a man I thought <laughs> and, and and he put his hands on me, I was like, uh, <laughs> my daddy said, you know. And then I always said my mama said and then it would cost me.
0: Mhm. Well,
1: what'd you, you think about,
2: about that, that? K. Okay, Reese? You hearing that? Oh yeah, I mean, she, she had, you know, a lot of the times, you know, um, parents, grandparents, they have a lot of the old sayings or whatnot because that's what was passed down to them. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: when you talk about, you know, generational things that are passed down, that's the problem within our community we passed down all the wrong stuff. And now we're at a mm-hmm. point now where we're asking these type of questions. But we praise <laughs> our mm-hmm. ancestors, but we living like we are today. So who, what came first? The chicken or the egg? You see what I'm saying? We are the way yeah, yeah, we are that. because our ancestors are the way they were. You okay. see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you're dealing with a man, when you're dealing with a man, you have to know how to vet that man. And you got to vet that man by real talk back in the day, the the, the dad vetted the man for, the, for his daughter. But in today's mm-hmm. time, women got to vet the man for themselves. So the way you vet a man is you make sure whatever he's telling you up front, he's backing it up while y'all hanging out during the dating phase. And if he's not backing up what he's saying up front, then you leave him alone because he's being disrespectful. He lied to you.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: you got to go get your well, respect
3: back. My, one one of my problems is is that um, once I jump into a relationship, and you know, like say, you know, the beginning, like it, you know, oh, this is good, you know. But then when I see the change in that a person, or I'm starting to get the red flags, I call them, and um, it's like. I think, okay, maybe by me being like the way I am, maybe they will change. Like, like a, oh, you know, maybe I'm, I did something that, you know, or whatever. It's like the, the more I try to, I have a tendency to want to, you know, really show them that I'm, I'm there for them, support whatever, you know, it is. Instead of basically supporting what I need, you know, I look for a man to guide me. Because my father was strong and all the men around me were strong. And they didn't, like, lead us to, you know, what I'm saying. uh, I thought we could trust, you know, like, uh, they were good men. And they weren't going to let anything happen and they were going to take care of us and we were all going to stick together. That's the way I thought life was supposed to be, that we worked together. My mother and father worked side by side every day. You had a family business for thirty-five years, so I can't understand why a man would come in and you know why can't men be satisfied with with who they with? You well, know,
0: that's
2: a good question. Because you don't that's meet his question. standards, you meet his preference. I need a what? A man that has a, a high appetite like that, he messing with women that meet his preference, not his standard. Okay. And by the women allowing him to marry, with them, so what are you them, trying to say? I'm not their standard.
3: Saying. I'm a, I'm their preference. Because yeah, you're because preference. I'm so strong. Okay, because okay, because I'm strong, and because I'm trying to build you up, and I'm trying to make you feel like a king, you know, and stuff, and let you know that I got your back as long as you are with me, and you know, doing the, that that's wrong for me to feel that way.
2: No, I'm not saying you're wrong to feel any type of way. I'm just saying the situation is wrong. Because it's not your job to build up a man. You see what I'm saying? You grew up around men mm-hmm. that had purpose. That's why you look also. for a
3: strong man because you saw a strong man. Mm-hmm. And then when I go guys, in there and find out they're not strong, that, you know, you and, I, and I don't maybe I send off a different vibe or something. Once I feel like they're not, they're not. Once I realize that they're not the man that I thought they were, then I try to. That's what I do. I try to build them up. You're right, <laughs> and that's not yeah. your that's not your that's not
1: your that's not your uh-huh. uh, responsibility. There you go, right? That's what I'm saying. They disrespect. That's their you. responsibility.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. So what you well, need no. to do is like the same thing I told the last caller. You need to go reclaim your respect. So whoever it uh-huh. was that had your that had your respect,
1: you need to go reclaim it. Because right, airport, and what he you means by that. Hold on. Hold on, Kay Reason, What he means by that is the person that uh, that that took your respect, that made you feel, you know, that you had to clean up a man or build the man up, whoever that was that broke you down enough to make you believe oh, that God. you need to build a man. You know what I'm saying? When your dad was already built...
3: And you mm-hmm. didn't stick to the pattern well, of what a purpose looked like. He's a <laughs> this guy. The, the, when, now that I understand exactly what you're saying, um, I I did confront them again. But he was he was a player, okay? straight up. You know, he lived that life. Okay, and uh, he's the one that broke me down and made me feel like I wasn't, you know, that I had to support or you know i didn't care enough if i didn't accept just anything and you know just ride the wave and it'll be all right type of thing well and that's where so, your respect was left at and then after that that's where i lost my respect because he took you know like i say he can he can i can't say he took he well let's say he broke me down and and, and it and it took a lot to, it really took a lot to break me down you know and so now I put up a shield, you know, like a, like you know, like uh, I really will be not really confrontational to a man, but it's like I think I run him off because you know, like you can't just tell me just anything, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, like I feel like you ain't. I might as well. I don't tell them man enough for me. But something about me I know projects that, you're not man enough to, for me because a real man wouldn't do this and wouldn't do that and stuff, and I could be wrong. What do I need to do just, um move on, or do I need to um, not expect every man to be, you know, set my expectations higher, Reese, or, 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 or just...
2: You need to go reclaim your respect because when you reclaim your respect, then all of your standards going to go up. It's going to go up automatically because now whatever a guy do to you, he has to be respectful because when he's disrespectful, you're going to leave it alone because you're not going to allow anyone to disrespect you. So like I say, Mm -hmm. the greatest gift to a woman is respect. you got to go reclaim yours. So whoever the person is in your life where you don't – you, would act the, you wouldn't act. You um, wouldn't act like you do out in town in front of that person. That's that person you need mm-hmm. to go reclaim your trust from,
3: and then you want to go reclaim like what? what? Your trust. I okay. mean, your respect. I'm sorry. Your respect. So, so the one that that did me wrong is the one I need to go reclaim my respect from. Mm-hmm. The no, one the that one. broke
2: you down. No, the one that the okay. one that you respect. The one that you respect—that was the that one had. that broke
1: her down. Oh, that was the dad. No, no, my dad the, didn't break
3: me down. Oh. My dad. No, the, the, the dad me didn't break her like a, down. It was a, she. No. She. There she was, she was a guy that the broke her down. Oh, uh, but I thought he okay. was as strong as my dad, but he wasn't. I found out he was—he was—he was a player. You understand what I'm saying? Oh. and that's that was who his broke job. her
1: trust. And it took yeah, her respect. And after then, what oh, man that no, she got yeah. after then, she started trying to build up those men when they, you know, wasn't wasn't to the standard. Okay, I got you. I got
3: you. Yeah. So do I, gotta I mean, a man got to get a man that's way over me and let him just bring me along? Or, you know, why do I keep messing up? <laughs> you know, why? You hear her. She said, why do you keep
1: messing up? Okay, Reese. We're almost at the wrong. end. Okay, well, okay. we're almost at the end. So let Kay Reese tell you what it, what, oh, what, God. what you can do. Okay, you got one or two options. You can either go to that person, tell that
2: person how you feel and how their actions shaped you to be who you are today. And if if they apologize, sweep it under the rug. If they don't apologize, tell that person. On this day, I'm picking me over you, and until you're ready to have an honest conversation or respect me, we, we don't have no words. That way you raise the bar on your respect because now this person, no, they can't come talk to you or say anything to you unless they're going to be respectful. Or you can go to the universe, go out to a field mm-hmm. in the woods in the car somewhere where you can be loud and cry and do whatever you do without interruption and tell the universe how it made you feel. And tell the universe you apologize for allowing somebody to treat you like that. Tell the universe you want your respect back because you can handle
3: it now.
0: Mm -hmm. You see what
3: I'm saying? What happened is do Like, I thought this person was like, I I, I did a little study on uh, after that. It was so bad that I did a study on our personality. I mean, because he was, this guy was, so different from anybody that I had been with. And it really, you know, it scared me more than anything. And I've been with some rough people, but this relationship really scared me because that personality I did not understand. I didn't understand those uh, flying monkeys and all that stuff that people were talking about. I didn't, you know, understand but I know I never want to run into a person like that, and even to this day, I still feel I fear if I he even comes around to me being weak to that person, and to be and uh, will I be able to resist that person, or you know, will I get angry? I, I you know, I I need to I I I'm really afraid of that. I fear well, to the uh, you know. So take go it to the people. universe, take
1: it to God, take it within, because God is mm. who you are, and go, like he said, and God made everything, the universe is who God is, take it to the universe, that's what he's saying, and really release it. Mm. So you can move on. I know.
3: With no fears. I know Nothing is you. Because I heard that, you know, once you get with a person like that, they never leave you alone, and that's what I'm afraid of.
2: Take it
5: yeah. to the
3: universe.
1: Yep.
2: And believe that positive energy will
3: return to you. But you got to be honest. hmm And
0: well, you'll honest, be fine. Like,
3: maybe I did like kind of some of it, and maybe I, you know, Really didn't have the esteem that I needed, that and and you know stuff like that. That's what I need to tell the universe. That, yep, um, tell the universe I was raised tell better the... than that. There you go. Yeah.
2: Accept accountability for your actions. Tell the universe right. you apologize and I don't have to get... allow somebody to treat you that yeah.
3: way. Yeah, yeah, and I don't have That's to it. just accept it because I'm older. I'm an older woman. I don't just there have you to go. accept anything.
2: You got There it is. Y'all be in my universe right here. <laughs> you
3: know, no, right? no, you I mean, Go I, tell the know. universe. I'm not mm-hmm. the universe. You go mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm practicing. I'm practicing. I'm going to tell oh. the universe. Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> well. 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 I don't. I don't. I don't have long before I'm ready. I gotta okay. close down. You know what I'm saying? But at least you did get. You know, uh, some type of resolving of what you needed to do. And you know, with that, you know, that's as much that the relationship coach can offer. You know, and it's mm. almost about that time for me to close out. <laughs> And I appreciate <laughs> you. you, you know, being on. The next time, I'm hoping that, you know, you will be able to come on on the first on time, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, where right, where right. you'll have Uh-oh. more time. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But, you
1: know, I'm hoping okay. that you did get something out of it. Did you? Yeah.
3: Yes, I did. I, I got something out of it. I okay. Did. Okay. I, I, I mean, That's, you good. know, thank you. I really did, you know, because, um, you know, I was talking a good good thing, but I didn't, but in my heart I knew I wasn't going to be able to really stand, I was like how am I going to be able to like I say, how am I going to be able to resist this? How am going to be able to put my foot down and not, and first of all how am I not going to be afraid? You see?
1: That you're going to have to take like you said, to the universe. Um, um, that's
3: what I'm saying, you know, I, I know I, what to work on.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, with that to say, we had a good conversation and a good show this evening. I feel what you think, Kay Reeves. Thank you, Winona, for coming on and sharing your comments and your questions to get some resolving. You know, there will be more Mm -hmm. times when Kay Reese on something other, you know, when we do come on to this uh, uh, podcast to talk on other things and you'll have, you know, Mm -hmm. other, you know, things that you may want to talk about. But Kay Reese, how did you like your, 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 your debut in the hot seat? Here on Lardy Miss Party and Company on Blog Talk Radio.
2: (laughs) Oh, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. I'm glad to, you know, show people what standards look like. So that's the part I enjoy.
1: Well, that's good. Okay. Well, last words, and I'm going to give you about three minutes to, uh, you know, say what you want to say and caller, you know, I, you know, uh, I thank you so much for coming on and having something to say. And to you, Kay Reese, what would you like to say to, you know, the listeners that been listening in, but haven't come up other than the commenters, you know, online? What do you want those, after this show is over, to ponder and to think? What is your last words of encouragement or inspiration? I just want people to understand that I understand
2: what I'm. the advice I'm giving is not the easiest thing to do, but understand that once you get through that, that's going to be the hardest thing you will ever do in your life. And once you get through it, you're going to gain your respect Or if you're a man, you're going to gain your purpose.
1: And with that to say, you know, how can people find you? Tell people how they can find you.
2: Well, right now I have a TikTok page, K underscore Reese, R-E-E-S-E, 24-7. That's my TikTok, um, I guess, tag name. On that page, mm-hmm. there's a link There's a link to my um, podcast episodes. I highly recommend going and listening to it, especially to people today, the preferences versus standards and unconditional love. So that's the way to reach me right now. I'm still building a social media presence, so there will be more avenues here shortly.
1: And I also understand that you're writing a book, right, and for them to get ready for the book, right?
2: Yes, the book, the book will be about the absolute. Um, It'll most definitely take, it's going to take you guys on a ride from my experience coming up when I got healed onto standards versus preferences, dating with a purpose and getting married under God. So that's what's coming out in the book um, next year.
1: All right. Well, now you done heard. On this episode, Removing Heart Viruses with the Absolute Truth with Kay Reese on our part two. And what's coming up next is for uh, next week on 12-26-22 at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Standard Time on uh, uh, Central is uh, 6.30 And 7.30, I believe, is, uh, I don't know, mountain time, but whatever the time is on y'all time, you know, I'm still learning about those time zones. But I know if I'm coming on at 5.30, Eastern time is 8.30, okay? Central time is, I believe, 7.30. And mountain time, that is, uh, what, 6.30? So that particular um, subject matter that we're going to be talking about is Life After a Stroke, Don't Hide Your Story, and my guest will be on that particular program is Winona Clarity Robertson, and she is going to talk on the subject of Life After Stroke. And we will get all the dibs involved when she comes on, okay? But that's next week on December the 26th, uh, 2022 at 5:30 p.m. I am your host, Lardy Miss Party, and I thank every last one of you that had ears to hear and eyes to see, you know, and being here to support my guest, Kay Reese on his journey, his purpose in opening the eyes of our men and our women and understanding our position that we should work together in, which is respect and purpose. Without the two, there will always be an issue-ation, okay? So thank you for coming on to this show. We'll see you soon. And you, if you have a, uh, a, a, you know, a topic you want to talk about, you want to share an inspiration or your story, contact me, Lardy Miss Clardy, and you can contact me at professional rookies twenty twelve at gmail.com. If you'd like to come on this program or this platform, this is where you can open up and really tell, and talk your way in truth, as long as it's respectful. What they'll all do, I want to thank you all. I am Lardy Miss Clardy and company on Blog Talk Radio. Have a very, very blessed Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. And from me to you, a big kiss and a big hug. Have a good night.